There's no better way to get better at football than playing football. So if you want to... Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Ryan, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it! Oh, what a... Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Colts cast. We are here to talk about everything and anything in Indianapolis Colts. I am your host, Jamal Lawrence. Eric Smith is not here with us today. He's living all of our dreams and chilling on vacation right now. So I told him I would go ahead and take care of this one today myself. Guys, we had a big game today. Big game. Indianapolis Colts versus the Los Angeles Rams. We did take that loss 29 to 23 in an overtime thriller. Very, very unfortunate loss. But we did see a lot of positives coming out of the second half of this game. So even though it wasn't the outcome we wanted, we did see a lot of good things out of the second half of this game. But while you're here, guys, please be sure to go ahead and hit that subscribe and like button if you have not already. Helps us out to get us out to other Colts fans, and it is absolutely free. So please go ahead and hit that button. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. Now, as I mentioned... Colts did take this L today, 29-23 to 23 in overtime, which now sits us at a 2-2 two and two for the season, sitting at 500. So not too bad overall. Not too bad overall, especially for, um, you know, when we talked about, we didn't know how the Colts were going to start the season off. So, you know, I'm not mad at a 2-2. Two two. Now, more importantly than our record at this point, is just to review this game we had here today against the Los Angeles Rams. You know, there are a lot of people. I was reading some stuff on my way home from the game. Uh, people on Twitter and and Facebook and everything talking about the overtime rule. I definitely understand the most the, the frustrating part about that. Of course, Anthony Richardson and the offense did not get to touch the ball in overtime, so that is extremely extremely unfortunate. However, guys, we all know the you know the same song and dance. If you don't get the opportunity on the field, it's up to the defense at that point to go ahead and pull away or figure out a way to get them the opposing team's offense off the field so we can get back on the field to try to win. So do I think it's fair that Richardson didn't get on the field? Of course not. I would love to see Richardson and the offense get back on the field, especially as explosive as they were in the second half. But do I think that I need to, you know, kind of lose it over the fact that they didn't get on there? No, absolutely not, because it is up to the offense here, or excuse me, the defense to be able to stop the other team's offense if we don't win that coin toss. But, you know, Let's go ahead and start from the beginning of the game. The first half, the most crucial point of this game, kind of what set us up for the end result, if you can, if you will. So we, of course, you guys know we had absolutely nothing going on for the first half on offense or defense. I believe we gave up 98 yards to Puka Nakua, 76 yards and two touchdowns to Kyron Williams. I mean, the, the Rams looked great. They looked great for the entire first half. Um, I did not expect to see the Indianapolis Colts just come down and kind of bow down like that. I was a little perplexed. I'm sure everyone else in the stadium and on who was watching on TV was as well, especially after watching the way we came after Baltimore last week. Just last week, we, you know, we showed up and showed out. So that was a little unfortunate. However, you know, things happen. It's not the end of the world. This is a young team. We're trying to figure out all the kinks that are going on, and we're playing against the Rams, who just played a hard game against the Bengals that they lost. So, of course, they had a little chip on their shoulder. They wanted to come out and show that they could play hard. Richardson, I believe he finished uh, in the first half with only 47 passing yards, 56 yards on the ground, 
one fumble. We were moving downfield when that fumble came along. So that was unfortunate when it, uh, when that fumble did happen because I think we were definitely going to be in a great scoring position at that point. But it is what it is. I mean, like you said, the first half, it was just pretty much non-existent for us. So um, we could sit here and go down that rabbit hole all day with everybody, but we all know the, the outcome of that. And we put up a goose egg at the first half. We even missed that field goal, you know, just to give us at least a little three-piece on the board. So um, the first half is what it was. Most importantly for us, though, guys, the second half, the second half is where the Indianapolis Colts started to wake up a little bit. Richardson became the first quarterback in Super Bowl era to score three uh, score a touchdown run in his first three games. And his fourth today made him the first quarterback with four rushing touchdowns in his first three games. So needless to say, guys, the Anthony Richardson era is here. We have been saying this for forever. Richardson has the wheels and the skills to score with his arm and with his legs. And he has shown us week in and week out being on the field that he can do it. And I'd venture to say he probably have a, quite a few more than four had he not missed an entire game and a game and a half, I guess I should say, because he was out for the entire Ravens game. And of course, the second half of the second game. So needless to say, Anthony Richardson, you know, he started to show up. And those wheels really made a difference for us in the second half. I mean, big plays started opening up. Richardson had that rushing touchdown. Uh, also, he had two other passing touchdowns, one to Mo Ali Cox. We'll talk about that one in a few, as well as Drew Ogletree who caught that touchdown pass, which was a huge drive for him. Um, Zach Moss woke up in the second half. He ended with 18 carries for 70 yards. Looked great. Mo Ali Cox with a huge ca uh, catch and run for the touchdown. Not going to lie, when I saw the flags come out, you know, I'd say but didn't really know what the call was. So I was glad to hear that it was not against us because the flags today were all over the place. It was kind of frustrating watching every single flag that came out um, during that game because I feel like every time we kind of got into a position to set ourselves up, it was a flag. Whether it was Kenny Moore getting that flag for that unnecessary roughness or that flag uh, for the on EJ Speed for that late hit on necessary roughness on Matt Stafford. I, you know, of course I think that obviously, you know, it is what it is. He, he was going out of bounds. So he should have let up, but it was just those simple things that kind of were, were indicative of what was going on with the Colts and, and, and a not so positive way. So I was happy to see on that Mo Ali Cox touchdown that that was not a flag on the Indianapolis Colts. Richardson evading the pocket for that two point conversion was wild. I mean, my man couldn't have done it any better. As the play was unfolding, I said to myself, oh, we are in trouble. I don't know what's going to happen here. And out of nowhere, he just kind of rolled to the left, shook a few players, and there was Zach Moss waiting for him in the end zone. Then, of course, you know, I, right after that, I was like, we have to figure out a way. At that point, I think the score was 23-8. to eight. I said to myself, we have to find a way to get a turnover at a crucial time because we got to get the ball back. What happens? Kenny Moore. The huge interception to get the momentum turned our way. That is what I needed to see. That's what all of Colts Nation wanted to see. Once that happened, I think that we all realized, all right, this game is within reach. It is still within reach. And I know you may say to yourself, well, I don't know. I mean, it seems a little like the score was still out of whack, 20 through 8. But if you notice, guys, during that entire time, the Colts did not lose composure whether it was on a penalty, whether it was on a drop third down, whether the defense just held them to, you know, uh, a, a third and one and then gave up or a third and eight, and then gave up a play for the first town for have the sticks keep moving. No one ever lost composure. And that's the things that set these guys apart. That's what allowed them to stay on that field and make this comeback. 
We saw Alec Pierce get one huge bomb. I think it was a bomb for 38 yards. Now, was that his only catch? Yes, it was. But still, that's what we got him for, guys. We need Alec Pierce to make these catches. We didn't see a whole lot of deep balls today. You know, we were down offensive linemen. We had some some youth out there for us to the offensive line side. Anthony Richardson was using his feet a little more um, uh, than than maybe some of us anticipated. So there were a lot of obstacles in the way. But I have to say that when the time was right, those 11 completions that we had, they were all pretty critical and pretty crucial completions uh, to 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 elevate our game and elevate us to get these points on the board. EJ Speed had a huge knock on that late fourth down with like a minute and 20-something left. I mean, it didn't get any better than that, guys. That that's at that point the game was tied. You know, we we were we were tied up here. Everything was looking great. 23 23. We're trying to figure out a way to really elevate this thing. But what I got really confused on, really confused, and it kind of it kind of irritated me a little bit. And I'm sure maybe some of you guys as well. When we got the ball back, which is five seconds left. Well, I should say, yeah, five seconds left, we had the ball back. I think we all kind of anticipated a Hail Mary. We all wanted to see Richardson just take a like a little two, three-step drop back from the shotgun position and air the ball out. I mean, that's one thing. We talked about this, uh, I believe it was two games ago when Shane Sykin, you know, kind of kind of took the soft route out and didn't really just let this thing rock. I want to see Sykin have some faith and some trust. At that point with five seconds left, even if it was an interception for his stat, for Andy Richardson's stats, it looked bad, of course. But it's not like they were going to get the ball if there would have been an interception or running back for a touchdown. Highly doubt that would have happened. So at that time, I would have loved to just to see if we can get a big, big, big play downfield. We've seen it happen over and over again. Hail Marys are a real play. And for a first time in a long time, we have a quarterback who without question can get that ball to the end zone in a situation like that. So I'd really like to see that happen. Um, but, you know, we just took a nail down and went into overtime, which led to us, unfortunately, not being able to pull this thing off uh, the the Rams just decided that they were going to turn it up a little bit more. Like I said, um, they they look they look about as stout as they could be in the first half, and even in the second half, they continued to play as hard as they could. We were just unfortunately playing from a very very big deficit. Although we did cover that deficit, I know it took a lot out of these players, of these guys in the field, to make sure they were able to get out there and continue to fight as long as they did. Um, but you know what I like to tell myself out of this, guys, I'm not mad about this loss. Even if the score would have been a little, you know, even if we wouldn't have come back from that 23-point deficit, we'd have got a couple touchdowns on the board. Still wouldn't have been mad about this loss because it is a youthful team, guys. We are a young team. We saw a lot of good things. I saw Richardson. We all saw Richardson sliding more. That first slide he did, the stadium went wild because everyone was excited that he took a step back, slid into some protection, holding, you know, protecting his body. Guys, that, that's what we want to see. He ran out of bounds when he needed to. He took the hits when he needed to. We talked about this. That is what we want to see out of our franchise quarterback, a guy who's going to play smarter and not harder on himself. So there are a lot of things that we need to see happen with this, this offense and this defense, the secondary. Very, very shaky this time. I'm very shaky. I felt like the Rams kind of had their way with us when it comes to the secondary. Um, so, of course, we want to see some growth in there, but also even on the off offensive side of the ball, we need this offensive line to be healthy. We've talked about this over and over. We had, again, we had Ryman out. We had uh, Ryan Kelly out. These are um, Quentin Nelson was just a little shaken up. These are vital parts, guys. Th this is a five-man group. 
they work as one unit. So when one piece is off, it's all off. I don't care how you want to slice it. If one is off, it's all off. So these are some things that we have to make sure we get back in place. But, but it is within reason. It's within reason on the offensive side of the ball that we can figure out some of these things. Defense side of the ball, I definitely think it still is within reason. Is it harder? Absolutely. I think that we got to have some of these young guys really understand and just how important this cornerback position is for us because our secondary, again, was just getting picked apart. Um, everyone looked okay. Everyone looked okay. Like I said, besides when the big plays need to be made, when Kenny Moore came out with that touchdown, or excuse me, that interception, that those are those are those great plays. But besides that, you know, I think Shaq had three tackles. Zaire had um Zaire ended with 12 tackles, I believe it was. Uh so there was just again, yeah, Juju had nine. So good for him. Julian Blackman had nine as well. So I mean, these guys were making some tackles for us, but overall, I mean, the Rams just kind of had their way and, and it wasn't looking that clean as far as it goes on the defensive side of the ball for us. But on the offensive side, what I can say is this, guys. I know some people don't want to hear it, but as far as I'm concerned, as far as a lot of Colts Nation is concerned, that guy right behind me, Jonathan Taylor, should be back in the building tomorrow. Um, Zach Moss, again, he had a he had an overall good game for himself, 18 for 60 in this game. You know, I couldn't ask for anything more except for him maybe just to turn it up a little bit more in the first half. But again, the entire team was just not there in the first half. I think they were still chilling in the locker room and the, the real Colts came out in the second half. We saw that. But uh, John the Taylor should be back tomorrow, so that should be interesting to see how this should all play out for us. And I think that that new element to having him on the field should boost this game up for us a lot. It should speed our, our game up for us a lot. And, you know, we're not going to kind of go – I'm not going to go too far into JT details just because we none of us know truly what's going to happen come tomorrow. But I think we all can say safely in our minds that – if he's back there, some of these issues won't be as big of issues on the offensive side of the ball. Defense still has a lot of work to do because we're going to continue to work on that because we saw what the defense is capable of in the first couple of games here of the season, especially game two and game three. But we also got a chance to see today our defense get exposed. And that's one of the things where we kind of hate to see. But sometimes this exposure is what we need to understand, to humble us and bring us back to reality of what the main focus is. So. Like I said, overall, 29-23, Colts lost in overtime. It is not the end of the world, guys. This is not a divisional game. Does it put a, you know, put another L in the in the column or another digit in the L column for us? Absolutely. But we got two divisional games coming up next. So I expect the Colts to come out and, and really elevate this thing to another level. Shane Steichen, again, kind of showed how he wants to continue to open up this, this playbook for us. And I think that the Richardson design runs early on were very, very much a very big part of what he wants his offense to be here in the near future. And with the addition of JT coming back here tomorrow should be great. Gus Bradley got some work to do on defense, but I, I have no doubt in my mind that he will go in the lab this weekend and, or excuse me, starting this week and see starting tonight, I guess, watching some film, figure out what he needs to do to elevate this thing to the next level. But guys, I know that was a quick one for us. Just wanted to give a quick recap over the game. Great game over or a good game overall. Not upset. A lot of work to do. Change will come. We know it will come. People will get better and better and better. The Colts cannot be counted out. The Colts are still the same team we've talked about all offseason long, and it's going to continue to only get better from here. So with that being said, y'all take care. This is the Colts cast. Again, we appreciate you stopping by. Uh, we're going to be dropping episodes for you. 
twice a week. Make sure if you're new to hit that like and subscribe button. All of our people who've been here, we appreciate you. Continue to listen, and let's continue to rock out with Colts Nation. Y'all take care. Have a great week, and let's get ready for Sunday.